Welcome to the new podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a place that is about inspiring hope. You can find out more about us and hear more messages at mygatewayfellowship.com. We are doing a sermon series. How many were here last week? Wasn't Pastor Jose great? That was this powerful uh, that he set the scene for this sermon series. Now, I'm going to ask y'all, before I start here in a few moments, to keep my brother in your prayers. I just got word just moments before coming here. Well, actually, I got a call late last night that he is back in the hospital. And, uh, and we just, you know, it's just one of those things that we just have to trust the Lord because it could literally go either way. And so I'm going to have to leave uh, at the end of the service to go and try to get on a conference call with his doctor. And so uh, just keep it in your prayers. His name is Lewis. And we're just going to see uh, that the Lord will, will do his thing. If not, just give Lewis peace and that he will draw close to God at this special time. If you could please just keep my brother in your prayers for, you, for me. Our message today is entitled, Building Blocks of Faith. Now, we shared last week what faith was about. And so, uh, the chaplains have given me the assignment to share with you the building blocks. And I have come up with you today with two essential blocks that you have to have if you want to have faith. The very first one is very easy. It's trust. You can't have the two without each other. You have to trust. And sometimes that can be harder said than done. I remember I struggled with trust. And let me just share with you uh, the story is that I was in the military at the time and it was interesting because uh, money was tight for me because I was sending money home and I was trying to do different things and have any of you ever experienced times where money is tight? Amen? And I'm just, I'm just going to be real and honest with you is that as a believer I know it's important for me to give back to God. I, I know that in my heart. And But when the money is tight, it's hard to do that. No, it, it's, it's easy. It's, it's very easy to give money and different things back to God when things are going good. But it's when it's tight. And, and someone told me, an old wise man once, is that, that, that sometimes God may bless you, even financially, and he's seen what you're going to do with it. And then you, you, you do the right thing and he may bless you a little bit more. You do the right thing again, he may bless you a little bit more. And we don't want to make this about money, but I do have to say this because it ties in to what I'm sharing here today of that first foundation, trust. Now, I was there and the money was so tight and I just can't explain to you. And the bill collectors were calling and I had been at some spiritual, I can't think of where it was, but, but I had just made a pledge in my heart that I was going to give God a percentage back of my monies. And even as a young person, I was just, just made it clear I was going to do this. And I remember the first time I did it was good. I, I gave the money back and, the, and it, and it just, just seemed to me that God just blessed me. 
And it may not have even been in a, in a financial way, but it just seemed like he had blessed me for doing that and been faithful. Well, I got a little bit more money and I gave that money back. And it just seemed like it was just no coming together. And then all of a sudden, this is what happened. Now, I lived at Bowling Air Force Base. And there is a credit union called the United States Air Force Credit Union at that time. There at Bowling. And so I had gone into the credit union on a Friday afternoon. And I was getting a little money out for the weekend. And things were so tight. And the teller, she was so busy talking to me. And she gave me the money I requested. And I got outside, and I was just counting it out, and I counted again. This can't be right. She had given me $120 extra. I had to make a decision. And you know what? I have to be honest with y'all. That's one thing you can always get from me. I will be real and honest. I had seen a watch for a hundred and five dollars and in my twisted thinking maybe the Lord blessed me with this extra money to go get the watch and I thought about it how many think I bought the watch how many think I, I, I didn't buy the watch I went out and bought that watch I'm being honest with you. And I was like, man. And you know, sometimes you can try to justify stuff in your mind. And I was like, you know what? The Lord has blessed me. I gave that little bit of money and he blessed me with this extra money. That bank has all kind of money. They're not going to miss this. And so I got the watch. I went to the little commissary and got that watch. And I had the watch all weekend. I was just so proud of this little watch. Monday came. And I started feeling guilty. I had even gone to church with this watch. And I had the nerve to show people. <laughs> Look what the Lord has blessed me with. <laughs> and so I'm all happy and stuff. But I'm, I'm telling you, this is why it's so important to stay connected with God. Because if you, when you're connected with God, he talks to you. I really honestly believe that. But the problem is that many of us don't listen when he talks. He was talking to me, brother, do the right thing, do the right thing, do the right thing. Then on Monday, I was trying to pray, and I kept hearing, do the right thing, do the right thing. And I remember saying, God, don't just, just be quiet. <laughs> you've, you've blessed me. This, this, let me keep my blessing. <laughs> do the right thing, do the right thing, do the right thing. On Tuesday morning, I went back to the little commissary and I gave them back to watch and said, you know, I need my money back. And so they gave me my money back. And I'll just be honest, I'm human, y'all. That was the hardest thing in the world to go back to that bank. And I remember I went back with an attitude, mad. And there was like a line of people waiting to go in. I just walked around the line went up to the teller and said, here, you gave me some extra money. And then walked, getting ready to walk off. 
Now, the people are already mad in line. I had walked around the line. Then all of a sudden, I heard something. As I set that money down and was getting ready to walk out, someone screamed. And I thought for sure that someone was robbing the bank or whatever. And then all of a sudden I heard, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And people in the bank were looking, were shocked, wondering what is happening. And I look, it was a teller who I had given the money back to. And she was just tears coming down her face. Then she said, sir, please don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. And so I stayed there and she went and grabbed her manager and they came from around the thing. And she says, sir, sir, I can't thank you enough. She said, around seven months ago, my husband left me. Just walked off and left. We don't even know where he's at anymore. And we have a new baby. And I already have a five-year-old. And money has been so hard for me. And right now, for these last seven months, I can't even concentrate because I'm trying to count my money at the end of the day and it's so confusing. And four times I have been short on my money. And they've told me today that if I didn't come up with that money, that they were going to fire me on the spot and maybe even persecute me for stealing. And she said, I explained to them that I have not taken any money. I know I'm going on rough times. But I have probably accidentally given money out, but I did not steal any money. And they said, we don't care. If you don't have that money back here, you'll be going to jail. And so when I brought that money back, it literally saved that lady's lifestyle. And I remember, I started thinking, God, I'm so glad I listened to that voice. I could have ruined this lady's life over a stupid watch. And all I had to do was to simply listen to you. Three weeks later, I'm in chapel. Excuse me, not chapel. We call it the, 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 the base roll call. And so we're in this room, and it's full of uh, soldiers, Air Force guys. We're all in the room. All of a sudden, the commander of the base comes in, and they do the famous thing. David, you know, attention. That's it. Everybody snaps to attention. And we're wondering, why is the commander here? The commander, this is like the head of the base. He doesn't come to our, our little meetings. The commander comes in. He's in his full uniform. He gets there, he goes behind the podium and says, I have an announcement to make. He says that this normally only happens during wartime of what I'm going to do next. He says that I got a letter in my office a few weeks ago by the president of the credit union. And there was a guy who was honest, who gave money back. And I hadn't told anyone what I did. But at this time, I'm going to invite Airman Johnson to come forward. So in front of these 300 guys, I come forward. And let me tell you what they did next. And Darren, you might remember this. The commander gave someone a little, little knife type thing. And they went to my little rank. My little, and I only had two little stripes. 
put a little thing there, and he ripped off my, my rank. And then he went to the other side and they ripped it off. And I'm wondering, what in the world? And all the guys are looking at me like crazy. What did that Johnson do? The commander reached in his pocket and pulled out Sergeant Stripes. We are promoting this guy, what we call a step promotion to Sergeant for his honesty. So in two years, which is unheard of, I became an E4 sergeant. And that's when people see my pictures and they don't understand. How were you in the military that short of time and you have so much rank? That doesn't make sense. It was because I was step promoted. But let me tell you the good thing. Friends, Jesus is my witness. My very next paycheck $120 more than what I was getting. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and every, every two weeks, it was an additional $120, $120. All because I did the right thing. Don't tell me God doesn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> Friends, I believe it's so important when you're building that foundation of, of faith, you have to trust God. You really have to trust him. Because there are many times we don't understand things. And we try to justify things. But the element starts with trust. If you're running short on money and you know it's the right thing to do something. Trust God. It's going to be okay. If you're in a relationship that you know is not right. And you shouldn't trust God. It's okay. Or if you don't understand something, trust God. That is the pure foundation of faith that you can have. Trust him in the good times. Trust him in the bad times. Trust him when you don't understand. Trust him. In fact, there's a scripture I want to share with you. It's found in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And and just listen to this scripture. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. And that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Friends, you got to have faith. you got to believe. And so that brings us to our last point. For your foundation is simply You have to make a choice. I can talk about faith all day long, but unless I make a conscious decision to do something about it, it doesn't make a difference. As Pastor Jose said last week, we can put a chair there. In fact, Darren, would you bring me a chair here real fast? Thank you. I can talk about a chair all day long. I can talk about that I believe in this chair all day long. But unless I make a conscious decision to sit in it, that's the only thing 
that makes a difference. And so my challenge is for you here today. Trust God. Believe in him. God believes in you. That God has something so special for you to do that no one else in the world can do it like you. But you have to do two things. You have to trust. And you have to believe. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.